So if you have your Bibles, open it up to the book of Matthew, and we're going to look at Matthew chapter 26. And uh, we're going to pick, pick it right up uh, at uh, Matthew 26, 36. Now, mm-hmm. before I start, do you need anything? I'm seeing No, I, just in case you say something I really like, oh. sometimes I forget, oh. and I don't want to interrupt, well, so you, I'm well, right, I got my notepad. Well, you're here to participate. Yes, which I will. But the, do you want you want this notepad? I'm good. I just, just I may not even write anything down. You mean I may not say anything? You're going to say amazing things. Tonight. Oh no! Well, no. Jesus is. Although, but, although we, well, our goal tonight is to really to, uh, if you if you are a theme park person, hmm. it would be like we were getting into um, a jeepney or a carriage, and uh, uh, driving slowly through the events of of uh, Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Again. We're gonna have we're gonna share in the Lord, Lord's table tonight, and we always do on Good Friday. Although that really happened the in the evening before before Friday began. That was mm-hmm. Thursday night late, and then they the the Jesus and his followers they they leave the upper room and they go out to uh, the Garden of Olives, or, or mm-hmm. and so or the Gethsemane. So here it is in verse thirty six. Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. Gethsemane means it means to press the olives. It was a garden just outside of the city, uh, and there was and it's still there today. A garden where olive trees grow, and there some of them are very very ancient. Uh, but it's a place where olives were pressed. It means to press the olives, and I think that's probably not on accident. It's it was probably owned privately, and probably uh, Jesus was given permission to use it by someone who cared about him, much in the same way the upper room was allowed for him, and perhaps even those donkeys. So somehow, someone arranged for Jesus to use this privately, and yet it was people could find him there, because he must have gone there enough, because Judas finds him in a minute. So, so there he goes. He goes to this garden, to a place of Gethsemane, and he says to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. Mm. He takes the three that were with him on the Mount of Transfiguration to this, to this time. The others are not with him, necessarily. And so he, well, they are there. He takes the three closer, and he says, he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Matthew's telling us about the anguish in Jesus's soul. And he, and he said to his three amigos there, Peter, James, and John, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Jesus is not given to drama. It's important that we, re- we pause and recognize what kind of personal anguish Jesus is in. He said, my soul, my psyche, my wow. inner person is being crushed with, ang- with anxiety and pressure right now. Oh, Time out, just a minute. Is there anybody that can identify with that? Wow. Not that necessarily we would say that we are we are experiencing exactly the, the weight that Christ is. As a matter of fact, that's what's a relief or that's what's redeeming is we, we can believe that because Christ anticipated what he was about to endure, his was greater. And yet we can see that even in this, Christ is going before, the, before us as redeemer mm. to bear this for us. That he goes, he, he feels the, this, even in this deepest anxiety and this deep, this deep angst. And, and this is where Luke will describe late in the other gospel, where he, feel, he prays so deeply, he feels so fervently, and there's such anguish that he begins to sweat drops of blood. Mm. So he says, "My," he says, and then he says, "Stay here and keep watch with me." He, Jesus asks his his boys to pray with him. He doesn't, mm. you know. You ever notice that Jesus doesn't ask a lot of, yeah. of everybody? Pray with me, Jesus. So going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground. This is the only time that we see Jesus in this posture. Mm. Every other time, people are falling onto him. Their face the falling yeah. before him. Mm-hmm. 
But this is his only, but so we see a very unique posture. He falls with his face to the ground and he's praying to God. I know that's a mysterious thing because here he is, God in the flesh, but in the, in the majesty and the, and the, the, and the, and the uh, uh, omnipresence of God, here we have this unique mystery. That's what the, the mystery is. We have God in the flesh crying out as man to God. Uh, and then he says, he says, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Mm-hmm. So he says, may this cup, and we're going to use, this is the cup we're going to use later on. He says, may this cup pass from me. And that is an Old Testament reference. We, we should understand that, that Jesus knew that what he was about to drink from was the cup of God's wrath. That he was going to drink that. He was going to take that cup and he was going to, just like he told his disciples to take the cup and to drink ye all of it. Jesus was about to take the cup of wrath and drink all of it on our behalf. Hmm. And I, we won't go as, uh, as slowly through all of this though, okay? Uh, then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Yeah, on the job. He's, and then he says, couldn't you men just keep watch with me for one hour? And then he said to Peter, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Here he's talking about really the influence of the Holy Spirit is, is, is willing, but the flesh is weak. And he is telling us that, that we energize or we give space to, we, we promote the influence of God's spirit in our lives via prayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That prayer, prayer is the place where we give air and vent and influence to God's influence. It's good. Then he went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Mm-hmm. When he came back, he found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So this was very late at night. So, and then he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. This is, uh, very, uh, this is a pattern uh, for uh, Jewish, Jewish devout persons. The, if they are when they're seeking re, desperately seeking relief or mm-hmm. intervention they, they'll pray three times there's three times Paul said three times I sought God uh, D- Daniel went up and after the king's edict went up and prayed three times mm-hmm. a day uh, in intervention when he and so then then he returned to the disciples and said to them are you still sleeping and resting look here it is the hour has come mm. this is it this is the shift mm. everything changes. He has been with them in ministry and miracles and serving people, but this is it. Mm. His disciples probably couldn't know, but Jesus knew, and we know in hindsight what he meant. This is it. This is the hour. The Son of Man is to be delivered into the hands of sinners. In verse 46, rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Let's roll. It's going down now. While he was still speaking, Judas comes, and uh, and then Matthew says one of the twelve. Now we know as the readers that Jesus that Judas is one of the twelve. We've already seen him. So why does Jesus Matthew say Judas one of the twelve? Why does he say that? Do you suppose? Mm. The only thing we should infer is that he is trying to drive home the pain of this moment. Right. Think about. I was meditating on this earlier today. Mm. What it would be like to be to have been one of the twelve of Jesus. Mm. Yeah, that. That imagine that so the Lori said it so it would be so neat. Yeah, uh, I know what she means. That's her. She that's a, a a sincere big expression for her. I I 
I, the, the most privileged club on planet Earth in all of history would have been to be the 12. People, people desperate to follow him. And some people, he said, no, no, uh, not yet. Go and, you know, like to the leper, go and go give evidence to the priest. And, and some people boastfully said, I'll go with you wherever you go. And he said, are you sure? And then he, you know, and they didn't. Yeah. Uh, but these, and then he would call, and then there were lots of groups that would follow him. And I'm sure I'd be one of the people that would be like, man, I just want to hang out with that guy. Yeah. I was thinking I might have wanted to be one of the three. Yeah, right? Yeah. I would have, I would have fallen asleep. <laughs> so then, so one of the, so Matthew says, one of the 12, one of the, one of his closest uh, disciples, one of the people that's been with him the longest, not only close to Jesus, but close with the other 11. Yeah. Crazy. One of the twelve arrives, and with him a large crowd, armed with swords and clubs, sent from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had arranged a signal with him, the one I kiss is the man, arrest him. Going, to, uh, going at once to Jesus, Judas said, greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Hmm. It's amazing how many different uh, 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 historical commentators will try to explain that one. Some of them will say, well, it was, com- it was customary to exchange a, ki- a, 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 a kiss greeting with someone or whatever. And this was, you know, whatever, sort of ironic. I, I, one guy I read said uh, that it wasn't that customary hmm. and that it was a unique time. And disciples didn't smooch their rabbis unless the rabbi elicited, invited such a greeting. Hmm. So... While so, if we look at it that way, then what what Judas is doing is he's in is is hit, initiating the kiss and saying Rabbi is a bit of sarcasm, mm. a bit of a poke. Mm. It's a he he's not he didn't come and say hey it's just me with all these guys and torches and swords <laughs> hey Jesus remember you know you know booby you know uh, <laughs> what that's from uh, <laughs> Hans booby sprechenzi talk. <laughs> You know, he wasn't trying to schmooze with Jesus. That's probably not the best way to no. interpret it. He's coming. He, remember, we've been told that Satan had already entered yeah, him. Yeah, he's offended. He's so he's offended. Mm-hmm. He's he's driven. He want mm-hmm. we he's we think we think he wants to incite Jesus to stir him up to mm-hmm. to 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 provoke this so that he'll finally just take it to Rome. Uh, that's pr- probably, but Satan has entered him and he's done this. And so he mm. does this, this, pro- this provocation. And why he tells the guys, the one I kiss, cause well, it's dark and they're all Jewish guys with beards and the Romans may or may not have actually known them or the temple oh. guard. So it'd be, you know, yeah. the, this, I'm going to show you the guy. I'll find him. He's in the, it's in the dark, you know, in case that they would try to pull some sort of a switcheroo. Just, yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so this is an act of betrayal and it's probably an insult. Then how, then how Jesus responds. And that, so he says, do what you came for, friend. Mm. The men stepped forward, seized Jesus, and arrested him. And with that, one of Jesus' companions reached out for his sword and drew it out and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Matthew doesn't Which tell us who it is. <laughs> Matthew doesn't tell us who it is, but that's Peter. Yeah. And uh, this is Peter. Remember, remember what's happened. Now, we didn't spend a lot of time with it last night, but remember, Jesus has told Peter, you're going to deny me. Mm. So Peter has Peter's got his dukes up. Yep. I'm not going to deny him. Mm-hmm. So at so at the first chance, the first sign of conflict, Peter is Peter's aggressively going to mm-hmm. going to prove himself to Jesus by attacking with this sword. But I want us to listen, Church of Jesus Christ, disciples of Jesus, listen to what Jesus said. 
put your sword back in its place. He said, put your sword away. Mm -hmm. He doesn't just say that to Peter. Mm. He says it to everybody. Put your sword away. Why? For all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Mm. If If you live your life, this is not the intent of the passage, but if you live your life with aggression, and you're aggressive, and you solve problems through aggression, the aggression that you sow will be the aggression that you reap. If that's how you if that's how you address and solve and you know, problems in your home or your church or wherever else, you're going you're this this is going to come back at you. So put your sword away, mm-hmm. put your sword away. And then this verse fifty three. Do, do you think I cannot call upon my Father and He will not at once put at my disposal more than twelve legions of angels? Ooh. You know how much a legion is? That's a lot. A lot is true. A legion is is six thousand. A, a fully a full legion is six thousand Roman Roman troops. Six thousand. Yeah. So that's so Jesus said, I could say the word, and seventy two thousand angels would be here. Hmm. Now, in truth, usually in those a legion of six thousand could have a, a, another group of sub soldiers around them. So one. One commentator said that the, the actual number, now it's just Jesus is clearly using a little bit of hyperbole, but it could have been 144,000. But he, let's just say, Jesus said, I could say the word and 72,000 hosts of heaven would be here at my disposal. Meaning, Peter, your sword is meaningless. Right. In, in this kind of conflict, in spiritual conflict, physical aggression is powerless. Mm-hmm. And if necessary, the host of heaven, God can fight his own battles. Mm-hmm. He said, but how then would scripture be fulfilled and say that it must happen in this way? And then Jesus says to the crowd, am I leading a rebellion that you would come out with swords and clubs to capture me? Every day I sat in the temple courts teaching and you did not arrest me. But this has all taken place so that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled. Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance. He followed him, but at a distance, at a safe distance. Mm -hmm. He entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so they could put him up, put him to death. They couldn't find any. They couldn't get any evidence. And so finally, two came forward. Finally, because you have to have Deuteronomy, right? You have to have, let every matter be established by two or three. (laughs) I know you were reading Deuteronomy. Let every matter be established by two or three witnesses. You had to have that. So mm-hmm. they finally they got two people that said, you know, uh, we heard him say he was going to tear down that temple and uh, and then rebuild it in three days. And then they said, well, are you going to answer that? What is this testimony they're bringing against you? And he remained totally silent. Now, the reader of Matthew knows that Jesus was talking about himself. Mm-hmm. The high priest came to him and said this, I charge you by oath, uh, uh, I charge you under oath by the living God, tell us, if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Now, so this was a person in authority. Mm. Now, Jesus has told his disciples, he said, obey them, just don't imitate them. They sit in Moses' seat. So now a person of of authority in the land has given Jesus a direct order in the name of God to, to answer a question. And so Jesus says, you've said so. He acknowledged that it's true. But then he said this, but I say to you, from now on you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming down in the clouds of heaven. In other words, I, maybe it's just me, but in other words, Jesus is saying, yes, I am, but take a good look. Mm-hmm. 
this is the last time you're going to see me like this. Mm. Take a good look. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, this is it. We have, this is it. He has spoken blasphemy. Uh, what, with the old King James says, what further need have we of witness? Mm -hmm. Look, you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death. So they spit in his face and struck him with their fists. Others slapped him and said, prophesy to us, Messiah, who hit you? Now, during this time, Peter is out in the, the courtyard and he's sitting with a servant girl and she comes up to him and she said, you were with Jesus of Galilee and, and here, 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 Jesus, here Peter apparently has put his sword away and, and, uh, and so now he's not, all the Kimosabis have left and Jesus isn't around, but now the little junior high girl says, I, weren't you with Jesus? And, uh, and Peter says, boldly and proudly, I, I don't know what you're talking about. about. I don't know. I don't, who are you talking about? I don't know what you said. Then he went out. He splits. He leaves. He gets nervous and shuffles off. Mm. Where another servant girl looks, looks at him and says, This fellow was, was with Jesus of Nazareth. And he denied it again, saying, I don't know the man. After a little while, those who were standing there went up to Peter and said, You know what? You know what? You, you speak with a certain accente. <laughs> That's what they said. You speak with a certain accente. You sound like you're from Galilee. We think we take, we take you with the guy. Yep. And then Peter, then he, Peter begins to call down curses Whoa, Peter. Peter. and swears to them. And Peter says, I don't know him. And as soon as he said that, the, now our Bible says a rooster crow because we understand that Peter, Jesus said, you'll deny me three times before the rooster crows. Now it could have been a rooster. Or cock-a-doodle-doo or whatever. Could have very well been a rooster, although roosters don't usually chime in at that time of night. The, the, the name rooster, uh, the, the phrase for rooster sounds like, or, is, is a, or it could be a euphemism for like the town crier mm. who would say, you know, like it's three o'clock and all's well or oh, whatever. Oh, like in Robin Hood. Yeah, like that, only in first century Judaism. Mm -hmm. So at some point, someone might have, there might have been a gong that was yes, rung I mean, or someone might have mm -hmm. hollered something mm -hmm. that actually initiated like the watch or the time considering mm -hmm. where they were. And that, because of the, the timing and everything, is like called like a rooster. There's a, the word is similar. I'm not saying that's what it is, but historians say it's mm -hmm. also quite likely that, it, that he actually, the, the, that rooster doesn't necessarily mean bird. It could mean like when the cock crows. And, that, and the cock crows could be the guy who bellers or the guy who rings a bell or whatever. But P the point is, Peter hears that and he remembers the words of Jesus Whoa. that says, before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And here's what he does. Mm. Peter goes outside and wept, weeps. And he, well, let me just read it. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Mm. On this Good Friday, what do we do when we who have known Jesus have failed Jesus? Mm -hmm. What do we do with our own sense of failure, of betrayal? Mm -hmm. When we know the right thing we should have done, we know the witness we should have uh, exhibited, we know the way we should have lived in front of our, our spouse or our family, and we have, we have denied Christ by our actions and we or we, or we just, in our own conscience, just condemns us to the point where we, we feel like we have failed him. Mm. What do we do? Well, Good Friday is for you. Yeah. Good Friday says, we know the end of the story, thank God. Mm -hmm. The Good Friday means that your failures aren't final. Right. Yeah. Your failures aren't final. Yeah. The people before you 
have failed Jesus, and I would say mm. failed him worse. Mm. Wow. And you might say, well, I did it more than once. Peter did it three times. Mm-hmm. In one night. Early in the morning, now this is early Friday morning now. The chief priests and the elders of the people made their plans to have Jesus executed. So they bound him and they let him and they let him they they handed him over to Pilate the governor. When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned. Wait a minute, this isn't what he bargained for. He thought they were it, it, maybe we think that Judas is wanting a fight. Hmm. But he sees now, somehow he comes to his senses and he sees that now, wait a minute, Jesus is being handed over to death. Right. He is seized with remorse and he returns the 30 pieces of silver uh, to the chief priests and the elders and he says, I have sinned. I have betrayed innocent hmm. blood. And their response is, What's that to us? That's your responsibility. See, they, in a sense, they keep their hands clean. If they take the money, and then they won't take the money back, because if they take the money back, then they share in the guilt. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they weren't the betrayer. Right. They didn't violate that, that law, that, that principle, that ethic. So Judas does. And they're like, well, that's on you, bro. Mm-hmm. See, and look at that. So then they, and he throws the money down, and he leaves the temple, and then he hangs himself. The chief priests pick up the coins and they say it's against the law for us to put they, it's against the law for us to put this money in the in the treasury because it's blood money. Mm. They they pick it the whole this whole trial. I mean, we even talked about it, but this whole trial violates the law. They're not supposed to do this at night. They're not supposed to come to verdicts at mm. night. They're not supposed to do any of this, and and they're violating every kind of law. And yet now they say, well, we can't take this money because well, our hands might look dirty. Mm. So they buy it. So they take this out and and they. Uh, and they fulfill the prophecy of Jeremiah about buying a potter's field and the blood money. And Matthew, this is the last time that Matthew's going to say, other than the resurrection, of course, but this, that, that the events of Jesus' ministry continue to fulfill biblical prophecy. Meanwhile, Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And again, Jesus said, You have said so. When he was accused by the chief priests and the elders, he gave no answer. And then Pilate answered him, Didn't you hear the testimony they're bringing against you? But Jesus made no reply, not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Now, it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was... The well-known prisoner? Yeah. Jesus. Jesus Barabbas. Barabbas. Oh yeah, I was like, wasn't it? Bar- oh, I see. I always have called him Bar. No, Barabbas. That's you called him Barabbas. Barabbas. Yeah. But his name is Easter Jesus place. Barabbas, and Bar means actually. son of. Mm. So, what, one historian tells us that Bar that 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 Abbas was a was a Jewish teacher. So this is this is Jesus, son of Bar, son of a Jewish teacher, mm. which is probably true. But here's another here's another thing. Bar Abba. What's Abba mean? Father. So. They have a choice between Jesus, Son of the Father, and Jesus, Son of the Father. Hmm. Jesus, the Son of God. Right. And this guy whose name is Jesus Baraba. Hmm. Okay? So it is this it's a it's a it, it's a it's an ironic thing that you've got going on, and uh, so but this guy was a, we hear, we hear elsewhere that he was part of an insurrection and he was a murderer he was a bad guy, so the crowd says which which do you want me to release this Jesus or the other Jesus, and uh, and, uh, and 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 then the, when he was doing that, 
his wife comes and says, don't have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today, a dream because of him. They believe that God, that the gods spoke to him. And somehow this list, Pilate's wife has this horrendous dream that it is, the, it is in their worst interest to mistreat this guy, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But the chief priests and the, and the elders persuaded the crowd to, to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. And he says, which of these do you want me to release? And they say, Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do with Jesus who is called Messiah? And they all answered, crucify him. Why? What crime has he committed, Pilate asked. They shouted all the louder, without just in a, a mad rage, crucify him. Mm-hmm. Crucifixion, I posted this on a couple of different uh, articles today. Crucifixion, as we have said, is, 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 was engineered. It began in Persia, went through North Africa, and, and was adopted by Rome. It was engineered to be the most inhumane, torturous act of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know a lot about it. We don't need to go into it tonight, all that would happen, because we'll, we'll hear enough in, in the future. But crucifixion itself was, I understand this, was so frightening. Roman citizens couldn't get it, but the Roman citizens were so frightened of crucifixion that they would not say the word cross out loud. Mm. Wow. It was such a horrific, frightening thing. Mm-hmm. And they were crying out, crucify him. Okay? When Jesus, uh, when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, but that, that an uproar was starting, which Roman, Rome wouldn't have wanted, he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I'm innocent of this man's blood. He said, it's, it's your responsibility. All the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Wow. Now, that was a, a Deuteronomic rule uh, that about being responsible. Mm-hmm. But whether the crowd meant it or not, they meant it by, we are guilty and sold everybody out. We accept, we accept the blame. But, mm-hmm. but for them to say his blood, why don't you just say that first 20, just the it's second just, part, just the sentence. Yeah. You say it, his blood. His blood is on us and on our children. Say it again, babe. His blood is on us and on our children. One more time for everybody. His blood is on us and on our children. Now, obviously, the crowd meant it in anger and fury mm-hmm. and blasphemy. Mm-hmm. But yet, prophetically, this is our hope. That's good news. Yeah, this is our hope mm-hmm. that his blood covers us, cleanses us, that we are, the blood of Jesus has is efficacious and powerful to cover us and our children and our children's yes. children, that our households will be saved yes. because of the blood of Jesus, Amen. not just over our doorposts, but on uh-huh. us. Amen. Then he released Barabbas to them, but he had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Look at all Matthew says is, the, is that Jesus he has Jesus flogged. Many of you know this, that, what, that what, how horrendous flogging was, but a few people even survived flogging. Uh, the, when a Roman uh, the Roman soldier flogged someone, that he only usually stopped for two reasons: one, he was exhausted, or two, they were dead. Mm. Flogging would disembowel the victim, leave their bones exposed. Mm. They would be bleeding horrifically. So Jesus is flogged and then handed over. So then the, the soldiers, in verse 27, the, the governor's soldiers took Jesus to the praetorium and gathered the whole company of soldiers around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe around him. They twisted together a, throne of, a thorn of crowns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hand and they knelt in front of him and they said, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him. Then they took the staff and they struck him. Why? They struck him on the head again and again. Just just blind rage. They it's likely they didn't even really know who Jesus was. These weren't Jewish persons. They were just conscripts from con, conscripted from around the region. And yet 
They're just full of, you know, group crowd mentality and violence. After they mocked him, they took off his robe and put his clothes on, and then they led him away to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a man from Cyrene named Simon, and they forced him to carry the cross. Remember Jesus said, if a, if a soldier forces you to go with him one mile, to go with him two, that's because it was common. If a soldier had a problem or had a burden, they could just tap you with their spear or whatever, and you had to help them. So Jesus is carrying the cross beam of, the, the, of his cross, and it's at this point it would have been nearly impossible for him to carry. And so so this other person is, is recruited to carry it for him. Uh, later on, this guy is recognized as part of the church. They came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. History tells us that it was a hill that looked like a skull. There they offered Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall, but after tasting it, he refused to drink it. Uh, historians tell us that this was a this was a special wine conduct, concocted by wealthy women of the city, and given specifically to victims of horrendous torture or crucifixion because it was a, a narcotic. Mm. It was it was a it was a strong enough drink to dull the pain or dull their wits. Mm. Jesus refuses to have any of the cup that he was to drink. That they offered him a cup, and he said, "Nope, that's not my cup." Mm. The cup that he drank was the bitter cup of wrath, and he tasted every bit of it. Wow. Jesus. In verse 35, I mean, how can you just say this? When they had crucified him. There it is. When they had crucified him. When they had five words. Five words. He is he is he is uh his body is nailed. His his mm. his shredded physical person is nailed. Uh, to this cross to die slowly of suffocation and anguish and pain. Then they divide up his garments. Again, that fulfills prophecy. Matthew doesn't record that, but that's part of uh, Psalm 22. And sitting down, they kept watching over him there and above his head. They placed the, they, they placed the written charge against him. This is Jesus, King of the Jews. Wow. Two rebels were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads, saying... You who are going to destroy the temple and, and build it in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross if you're the Son of God. In the same way, the chief priests, teachers of the law, and the elders mocked him. He saved others, but he can't save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him now if he wants. For he said, I'm the Son of God. In the same way, the rebels who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. Mm. So in the time mm. of Jesus, of the where it's where Jesus is accomplishing the single greatest a powerful act of his life is that is the very moment where he is alone mm -hmm. and and mocked the most and insulted the most if there was a moment that felt the most opposite of victory the least like victory it was actually the moment of supreme mm. battle engagement i don't think it's an accident that they kept saying come down off that cross come down the world still says that nobody wants a bloody savior Nobody wants to hear about a Jesus who died mm. in, the, in weakness and in shame. They want a different kind of religion. They want a self-help religion. Come down off that cross. Mm. And, 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 but here Jesus calls us to join him up there, to take up our cross. Mm -hmm. From noon until three, in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land. 
About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out with a loud, a loud voice, Eli, Eli, or and that would sound like Elohim, but uh, Eli, Eli, Lama Shabachthani. That's a, I mean, I was looking at it again in Psalm 22. I mean, I just read Eli, Eli, Lama Shabachthani, Eli, Eli, and, uh, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And many people uh, debate whether Jesus really meant that. He's quoting Psalm mm-hmm. 22. They're, they're Jesus, people debate whether Jesus was, because Psalm 22 begins with this depth of despair and ends with triumph, mm. ends with, my, I feel forsaken, but I know God's going to give me victory. And the, the whole psalm ends with the, the promise and victory of the Lord. And they're saying that Jesus is, is, is quoting this, but yet holding on to hope. Very hope That would be a wonderful story. Yeah. I wish he were. It's also quite possible that Jesus, in the midst of physical, emotional, spiritual, total total anguish and the darkness has come over the land and uh, uh, people don't like to say oh god didn't abandon jesus on the cross well we don't see that but something happened where jesus in that moment becomes he became sin and in that moment jesus comes broken abandoned even if it's just in our heads even if we just think we're abandoned he becomes the abandoned broken orphaned humanity he becomes our darkest, worst self, mm-hmm. our greatest fear, our greatest pain, mm-hmm. our greatest sense of who who are we? I and we don't. If I, where's my Creator? Where's my Father? Where's my Where's Daddy God? All mm-hmm. of that anguish, Jesus enters into that, mm-hmm. so that we never have to again. So he becomes the orphan, so that we become the adopted. Now, when they heard him say that, some of them thought maybe he's in Aramaic. It might have sounded like he was saying Elijah. So they think, oh, maybe he's calling for Elijah. And so they get a sponge. They fill it with wine vinegar. They put it on the staff. They offered it to Jesus to drink. He don't want that either. The rest said, now let's see if Elijah comes to save him. When Jesus had cried out again with a loud voice, that's when, that's what, what's that? What's that one? That's Tetalistai. Yeah, it's finished. Yeah, that's John 19. When Jesus cries out and says, it is finished, he gave up his spirit. Now, this is the thing. Most of the time, crucifix- crucifixion victims, they would hang there at length and die slowly until dogs came and ate their flesh or insects or birds. But Jesus dies when he decides. Mm. When it was enough, he decides. It is finished. And he decides. He gives up his spirit. He gave up his spirit. Jesus said, I laid down my life. No man take it from me. As horrible as this was, Jesus is not assassinated. Right. Say that again. As horrible as this was, Jesus was not assassinated. That's right. Jesus chose. Chose. Just like for you. you. Just like he, we didn't choose him, but he chose, he chose us. us. We didn't, he didn't, we didn't kill him. Right. He laid down his life. life. He chose this. Yes. Yes. Let that sink in a minute. Mm. Now. Verse 51, at that moment, when he gives up his spirit, it is finished. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now, I gotta, you got to do one sentence at a time here. The curtain is torn. In. You know, if, you, if I turn my, this camera around, in our house, we have these uh, uh, curtains in our, in our house. Some are like, probably like you, but probably very much not like you. Everything in my house has a, has a sparkle or a glitter. You're not ripping those in half. Well, I don't, I don't plan to. But it, but you think about, I think about a curtain in the temple, mm-hmm. and I think about the the, 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 the glimmery shears mm. that Lori has over the window. And I, in my mind's eye, I think of those going, shwee. They were thick, you know? right? They? It was, if, if that curtain was wet, 
Listen, if that curtain was wet, like to wash it, if that curtain was wet, it took 300 men to lift it. I knew they were heavy, but 300 men. It was, uh, I want to say it was, uh, it was, it was, oh God, I'm going to get my measurements, measurements wrong, but it was very, I want to say it was like, wow. it was super duper tall and super, super wide. Yeah. And, and then it was as thick as my palm. So it was fabric as thick as my hand, but really, really tall and really, really wide. So if it got wet, it was, I would oh, say it yeah. was just, I don't know, it was maybe 30 men, not 300. I'm sorry that I was live. I can't remember now. A lot of Either people way, had to lift heavy. it. Sorry. 3,000 people had to lift that <laughs> You wouldn't believe it. Uh, it was, it was 14 story. acres wide. Go very sorry. 6,000 I have men. absolutely, anyway. It was heavy. It was a big, heavy curtain. And it was impossible. It was heavy and yeah. thick is the yeah, thing. Wow. It was It was heavy and thick. Wow. And and, the, and it was at what time? What time? What time? What time? What time? What time did that happen? Morning, right? No, afternoon, three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah. You know what time that was? That was a time of the evening sacrifice. So guess who was in the temple who didn't believe in angels? Guess who was in the temple performing their the the, the afternoon mm. sacrifices? And they're in the temple performing the afternoon sacrifices oh, and the earthquake. Mufasa. And they look over and that thing tears down the middle Woo! from top to bottom. It's torn and the holy place is busted open. Busted, and they're busted. <laughs> well, they that's how they know. Yeah, That's, they, they were there. They were watching it. That's how we know what happened because the priests that were in there look up and this thing is torn. The hand of God grabs this, this curtain and tears it in half. And all the ramifications that many of you know. My but just word. consider the, the immense ramifications. That that whole... Listen, the people say, well, that means God moved out of the temple. He sure did. But the whole temple system is done. Yes. The whole temple system is designed around the fact that that, that God's presence in, inhabits the centerpiece of that thing. But now he's moved out. And now the promise is that you are now the yes. temple. Know ye not, know ye not, you, you are, are the, the temple. temple. But now that means if I'm the temple, that means the entire pattern of my life yes. has to be yes. organized around the holy place. Yes. That, I, that, that my courts should be holy. Ooh. And I, my court should be well cared for. That I shouldn't allow unclean things into my outer court right. because of what abides in my inner court. That's good. Somebody should shamalama. I'm shouting right here. I'm, I'm not shamalama. You should write some I'm stuff. Shouting. You said you're going to write some stuff down. <laughs> well, only to re if I wanted to re-say, but I'm saying with you. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. I'm just saying it's exciting. It Think is. about your inner court and your outer court, and it's that's and we're not even there. So then the earth shook and the rocks split. Ooh. And. Here's Matthew. Here's where it gets Mufasa. And the and the tombs broke open and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. Mm. Now, they came out of their tombs after Jesus' resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared to many people. If you're looking at me to say, now, Dad, we were waiting for that. We'd like you to explain that to us. That's a mystery. I don't get it. Yeah. All we know is that the, the power of God, mm. the power, the, that what we know is this. Eternity is real. Yep. It exists right now. It's a present existence. The, the realm of eternity, the realm of heaven is real, the realm of life. And, and that in Christ's perfect sacrifice, that, that power of death is broken. And somehow the, that, that, that blow struck in such a way that the earth shook, rocks split, and dead people were raised to life. Mm. Now that now that kind of that might have been very well intentional by heaven to say I'm going to pop, 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 pull these up for for added for added witness for added miraculous for the for the added you know shock and awe of 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 what just happened, but regardless it happened and it's and it tells us just how powerful that event was and it tells us that if that didn't happen people would have said hey Matthew why are you making stuff up mm-hmm. that didn't happen no people got up mm-hmm. out of there and then they walked around Jerusalem wow. like Uncle Bob came back. Yeah, Susie. Uncle Bob and Aunt Susie came to Passover dinner. They haven't been around for a few years, and now they're back. 
I would scream. Ah! <laughs> they walked in the door. Well, I don't think they looked like Thriller. <laughs> That's what I pictured. I don't think it was Thriller. I'm well, pretty even su- if it wasn't, I'm pretty sure that they freaky. looked like they had been raised to life, and wow. it was remarkable. Okay. Then, when then all this happened, verse, verse fifty-four. When the centurion and those who were with him guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that happened, they they were terrified and exclaimed, "Surely, this was yeah. the Son of God." Many women were there watching from a distance. They had followed Jesus. This is important. Among them were Mary Magdalene and mother of the James, mother of Joseph, and, and the mother of Zebedee's sons. So in other words, there, there are witnesses exa- watching exactly this, this thing happen. And so the, and the Marys watch him die. This yeah. is important for Easter Sunday morning. The Marys watch him die. They watch him die on the cross. Mm-hmm. As the evening approached, a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus, going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. And Joseph took the body, wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, and placed it in his own new tomb that he had dug out of the rock. Mm. So Jesus dies on somebody else's cross mm. and is buried in somebody else's tomb. He, it, that's our cross and our tomb. Mm. Both of them. And, and from both spectrums of humanity, the unrighteous uh, criminal and the, 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 the man who's a part of the Sanhedrin or the ruling religious wealthy, he, 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 he dies all of our deaths. Mm-hmm. All of both, 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 both ends of, the, of humanity's scale are touched. He dies, on, he dies on somebody else's cross and is buried in somebody else's tomb. And he rolled a big stone in front of the entrance. And Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there watching. They watched. They saw him die. Mm-hmm. And then they watched what tomb he was in. That's right. By the way, you might like this. Mm-hmm. There are some historians that say that, uh, jo- uh, that uh, Joseph of Arimathea was um, a relative of Mary. Hmm. And that, it, that essentially Jesus would have been like a nephew to him. Hmm. Uh, it's just his, it's just history, and they say a lot of things about that. In fact, there's some fables that say that he actually, as a young boy, took Jesus to visit the Isle of Great Britain. Hmm. That's just history. That's just I shouldn't say history. That's just storytelling. But they've written songs about it. Certainly couldn't be out of the question, but whatever. But they anyway, he becomes a disciple later on. The next day, uh, the one after preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate, and they said, "Sir, we remember that while he was alive, this deceiver said, after three days I'll rise again.'" They knew he was going to say mm-hmm. that. So it was relatively common. He said, so, so, so give the order for the tomb to be made secure to the third day. Otherwise, the disciples may come and steal the body and then tell the people that he had been raised or dead. This last deception will be worse than the first. So Pilate says, verse 65, these are the last two verses of our verses tonight. Take a guard, go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they, took, they made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. So there was at least four to six guards surrounding this thing. And it wasn't that the seal was unbreakable. But if someone would have broken the seal, it would have said, this has been broken into, right? They would have seen that. And it was, it was punishable by death for you to break that mm. seal. And, it would have, and if someone would have done it, then they would have said, aha, see, we know that this was, this, somebody broke in. But they would have had to get through all the guards to do that. Mm. So that's where we leave Jesus. We leave Jesus buried in a tomb uh, under, 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 a, under, the, the, under a stone that's been rolled in front of that thing on top of that, on top of that cave, mm. surrounded by a guard with a, and, and sealed. But what we do tonight then is just recognize, really, uh, that this tells us all the price. We, we want to hurry and get to Sunday morning, and we should, but tonight we are reminded of the price that Jesus paid. 
the if we, we if we walk through and think about the price of betrayal, rejection, we think about the price that he prayed that he paid in in prayerful anguish, mm. and then being mistreated unjustly, mm. and then just being just physically assaulted and insulted, all the way to total and ultimate physical torture with lashings, his body being ripped and just torn to shreds, to the crown of thorns and the beatings with the staff, and then ultimately to crucifixion itself. Why did Jesus do all of that? Because he was paying a price. And he was the price and the purchase, what he was purchasing was you and me. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 53 tells us what he had purchased. It said, Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. He took up our sickness and our disease, our pain and our suffering. He entered into it and took it upon himself. Mm-hmm. Jesus, and yet we considered him stricken by God, stricken by him and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Yes. I want us tonight to consider the price that Jesus paid. Mm. Was it enough? Was the price that Jesus paid enough for you to know that your sins can be forgiven? Was the price that Jesus paid enough for us to believe that if his body was destroyed, that ours can be restored? Mm. Mm. I want us to pray right now. I want, would you feel comfortable praying? Mm. I I want you to pray just for people to, I want you to just cover the gambit of the price that was paid. So that, so that people, so that Jesus, I want you to pray that right now, Jesus gets what he paid for. That's right, he does. That's right. He gets what he paid for. It was such a great price. Lord, I just pray just right now, even first, that, that we all would just take a moment, take a big, deep breath, and really hear, feel, and believe what all of this means. What it means for what you did for us on this night that it means no more pain. It means forgiveness that we live with you in eternity. Mm. We have hope for our future. Lord, and it also means no fear. It means no disease, no headaches, no virus, no cancer. Lord, everything you, you bore, depression, no more depression, no more anxiety. Lord, peace and healing happened because of what you did. Hope. And so, Lord, I just pray that we all would just just soak in your presence of what everything it means that you did for us, that you get what you paid for. There's no question. There's no, well, what about? Well, there's no, I made too many bad choices mm. or this is my consequence. This Jesus took everything that we deserved. We deserved every single thing. We are the sinners, but he took it all. So we live free mm-hmm. and we live under his love and, and, and obeying and loving him. 
Mm -hmm. So Lord, we just thank you for that. And tonight I just specifically pray for hearts to be healed, for inner healing. Lord, I thank you that you are renewing people's minds, Lord, transforming what what are our belief systems that are incorrect. Lord, that you are healing uh, inflammation in bodies and you are healing knees tonight. Mm Lord, the, the, there's somebody as like bone on bone pain mm. is being healed right now. Mm. Receive that. Even as we take communion, just, just take communion and just mm. receive what he did. He paid for that. He paid for that. He paid for your marriage to be whole and your children to come home. He paid for that burden, that sense of anguish and darkness in your soul mm-hmm. that you can't figure out how to solve or how to get rid of it. Mm. And you've tried to medicate it a dozen different ways. But Jesus Christ, in his own anguish, paid for your soul to be whole. Yes, yes. And here's, how, here's what we know, that no matter what we face right now, because of Jesus' death and resurrection and his glorification, that everything is temporary. Mm-hmm. There isn't anything that can be victorious in your life. That's right. He paid for it all, and mm-hmm. he paid for it forever. Mm-hmm. And the, the powers of the age to come, the very, the very victory of heaven, is being brought to bear upon our lives right mm-hmm. now because of Jesus. Yes. It will only increase. Someday it'll be perfect. Yeah. But, oh man, I don't think we can measure just how much, just how much of heaven Jesus paid for to be wow. present in our lives right now. Right now. Yeah. Don't underestimate it. Don't think, yeah. well, I just, it, how much would, how much would have Jesus had to have suffered for us to believe mm-hmm. that, that there would be a little bit more. Wow. A little bit more power, a little bit more compassion, a little bit more mir- miraculous oh. intervention. How much greater a price would he have had to pay for us mm-hmm. to believe? He paid a big one. What's impossible? He couldn't have paid it more. Right. There's no greater price that right. could have been paid. No. So therefore, let our hope be without measure. Yes. Jesus is never going to be offended at your faith. No. He is never going to be no. bothered that you asked that you believed him for too much, that you had so much confidence in his sacrifice and resurrection on your behalf. <laughs> that you asked him or believed him for something big and powerful oh, because he of loves it. that. He's not going to be. He's not going to. He's never going to be offended that you thought he paid a really big price. <laughs> That's good. Thank so, in honor Jesus. of Christ's death and resurrection, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And not trying to be silly, but I take this rich cracker and I break it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, we were just recognize the broken mm-hmm. body of the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, we tonight we invite you to receive this together. And if you're not ready and you're scrambling, we can wait a moment. Take it easy. Yeah. You can I don't think you can push pause on this, maybe you can. <laughs> um, but that's the good thing about being online is even in your undie britches, you can run to the kitchen mm-hmm. and grab yourself something real quick. And again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the right substance. What's 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 important is that you take something mm-hmm. that can help you articulate mm-hmm. faith yep. and recognize that the Holy Spirit is present. Yes. These are spiritual symbols mm-hmm. of a spiritual power, mm-hmm. a reality. So right now, we take these, this bread that's broken, and we say, Lord, because of the broken body of Jesus, Lord, may you be for your people tonight. I want to pray it again. May, may you be for your people tonight. May you be life, provision, strength. In the name of Jesus Christ, let there be wholeness. Hallelujah. Wholeness, provision. Bread is speaks of life. The supply of heaven, the supply. Lord, open up the supply. 
Lord, Lori and I would pray for our, 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 our everybody, but our yeah. friends uh, by faith across, around the world yeah. and third world countries because of this lockdown who have no food yes. and nothing. Jesus, Jesus meet them now. be their source. Yes, God. Make a way, Father. Lord, save our planet. Save, no. save everybody. Yes. Save us from this nonsense. Yes. Deliver us from this pestilence. Yes. We don't want things to go back to the way they were, per se. We want things to be better than ever. We want to learn. We want to Sabbath. We want to love you. We want to cherish people. Redeem everything we need to learn from this. Redeem what we need to. I'm not saying you're sent to teach us something, but Lord, redeem us. That's right. But Lord, by your broken body, we say, Mm -hmm. we we, we rebuke poverty and lack and fear and 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 robbery and thief, the thief that is stealing people's lives right now, yeah. Lord Jesus, we put our hope in you. Yes. And we thank you for a president who said, "Yeah, we're going to pray for the sick." Yep. It's Good Friday. That's right. So, Lord, we thank pray for healing. healing. We pray right for life. Now, right life now. in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, as around yeah, around the world, people right now are are turning their eyes to Christ, and we say, Lord, we will look and we will live. Jesus. Nothing compares to the price that he paid. Let's okay. receive this together. And on that night, Jesus took a cup. And he said, this is the, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Mm-hmm. So this cup there's a cup of deliverance. Mm-hmm. This is the cup that spoke of the blood that was po- that was over the doorpost. This cup, the first, the first, the first instance of the blood of the lamb was to deliver. That the pestilence would come, judgment would come, but the blood said no. That's right. The blood spoke. The blood Woo. spoke to judgment. The blood spoke spoke to the devourer, to the destroyer, mm-hmm. and the blood said not no. here. That's right. And then the blood redeemed it. It purchased an oppressed people and sent them on to liberty. And on the way out, they were blessed. Yes. Mm. So the first thing the blood did was was deny the destroyer, right. and then it re- it delivered the oppressed. Mm. And then they discovered that that same blood atoned yes. for their sin. Yes. 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 Jesus said, "This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Drink ye all of it." Lord, we drink this cup. Mm-hmm. Because you drank ours. Mm. We drink the cup of blessing yes. and deliverance yes. and freedom because you drank the cup of wrath that belonged to us. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Now may the Holy Spirit come upon you and your home. May the power of the Holy Spirit be tangibly present in your hearts and in your homes and your lives tonight. (sighs) May the Holy Spirit give you such assurance of the power of Christ's price, Mm -hmm. of the price that was paid. And may you see any obstacle, any challenge measured against the significance mm-hmm. 
of the price that was paid. Yes. And may you see yourself as the purchased. Yes. And your family Hallelujah. as the purchased. Yes. You and your household. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. This we pray for you tonight. Yes. We thank you for joining us on this Good Friday. Yes. For this one hour that we've been together. Yeah. And may, may this one hour, we, we, we did what Jesus asked. We, we, we tarried with him for an hour. <laughs> and you so we pray for blessings upon your life. Yes. We thank God for you. And now in these moments of solace and meditation, mm-hmm. we look forward to rejoicing with you. Yes. Because we left Jesus mm-hmm. in that dark grave. Mm-hmm. sealed in that tomb. It's mm-hmm. Friday. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Yeah. So we look forward to rejoicing yeah. with you on the Lord's Day. Yes, we do. God bless you. Let me just remind you, 6.30 is the sunrise service, live just right here where you found us. Mm-hmm. And then 10 o'clock mm-hmm. is our Easter service as well. Yes, it's a, the big, we'll have worship, worship and the whole thing. and everything. 10 a.m., all the way through, that'll be it. The 6.30 a.m. will be, I say it's it's quiet because it's just going to be me. Yeah. But I'll be, by, we're going to be off-site. We're going to go outside and watch mm-hmm. the sunrise and uh, just read a few scriptures and pray together. Yeah. And just for those who are up and, and wanting to anticipate the the, the sun who rose mm-hmm. with, the, uh, with the sun as it rises. All right. Good. God bless you we guys. You Have a good night.